And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matt Locke. Oh, that's right. Welcome in Tuesday's edition, the Matt Locke Show. I am Matt Locke, your host. So glad you're along for the ride. Do me a quick favor. Head over at Real Matlock on Twitter, Instagram, or Parlor, The Cartel Matt on Facebook, or you can just head to my website, thematlockshow.com. That's L-O-C-K-E is how you spell my last name. Welcome in today's program brought to you by Scars and Stripes Coffee, scarsandstripescoffee.com. Go empower a veteran and go get you some great coffee. Scars and Stripes has done a great thing here. So they're hiring veterans to run their own businesses, to be self-employed, to be entrepreneurs. They're giving them an e-commerce platform. They get to sell coffee, merchandise, all kinds of things. They get paid for it, and it's fantastic coffee. I got a little downrange. It's fantastic coffee. So get over to scarsandstripescoffee.com, S-C-A-R-S, that's scarsandstripescoffee.com, or you can go to thematlockshow.com and hit that link. At the top of my page, go empower a veteran because you know we love veterans here. We talked about it on yesterday's show. We got the finest, greatest military and veterans anywhere on the world. Go empower a veteran. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Uh, do it right after the show. All right, here's what we're going to talk about today because there's lots to talk about today. Yesterday, I talked about al-Baghdadi. I talked about the fallout, the Democrats having a cow, being a bunch of bitches, you know, being a bunch of little girlfriends, all that kind of stuff. It's just amazing to watch these people and their reactions to something that happens for America. But uh, you know, these Democrats. Here's what we're gonna. Here's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about the double standard of the Department of Justice. We're gonna go to Steve Bannon. We're gonna talk about AG William Barr who is defending John Durham's probe. We're going to get into that. Uh, we're going to get into Democrat Katie Hill. Yeah, she decided to resign instead of, uh, you know, looking at allegations that she may be censored or even removed from uh, Congress. Susan Rice, uh, you remember her? She's mad that uh, Trump didn't extend the common courtesy of telling Obama about the al-Baghdadi mission. We'll get to that. And then, of course, we got sleepy Joe Biden and all of the garbage that's going on with him. <laughs> it's funny to watch this Democrat deal. It's funny. You know, I'm never going to run out of things to say. I, I love this. I, I was talking to party foul Steve uh, the other night. We were watching the uh, Houston Astros game. And the amazing thing about it is we're never, we are in some of the greatest times of television and radio there's going to be. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you a little secret here. You know, after Donald Trump gets another four years, because I would be amazed if there's any Democrat on this planet that can beat Trump right now. I mean, this dude is cashing in on promise after promise after promise after promise. I mean, it's unbelievable how good Trump's presidency has been. You wouldn't know it from the media. You, you, you wouldn't know it from what they're trying to tell you. But he might be the greatest president to ever live. And he's doing, you know, you look at what's getting done. And you simply have to ask yourself, what were George W. Bush, what were Bill Clinton, what were uh, Barack Obama, what were they doing? What were they doing? Were they doing anything? Because Trump's coming in and with all kinds of resistance, impeachment bullshit, you know, the less all mad because Trump didn't fill them in on the raid in uh, Syria for al-Baghdadi, but yet they're conducting secret interviews and whatnot behind closed doors for this fake impeachment deal. I mean, you can't make this shit up. You just can't. But I want to head, uh, first thing I want to talk about here is uh, Susan Rice. 
She's mad. She's mad because there's a common courtesy among presidents. Now, mind you, Obama's a puke. Guy's a moron. But there's a common courtesy among presidents. You know, why would Trump tell Obama anything? Seriously. I want to I want to I want you to answer that question at Real Matlock on Twitter. Why would Trump tell Obama anything? Appearing Sunday on CBS's Face the Nation, former Obama National Security Advisor Susan Rice said she was quite confident that the Trump administration did not follow the normal protocol of informing President Barack Obama about the weekend killing of Islamic leader Abu Barak al-Baghdadi. Now, normal is in the eye of the beholder, right? I mean, normal, You, a lot of different people would describe normal in many different ways, correct? I'm not normal. Are you normal? Who's normal? What's normal? What, what, what uh, are we weighing it against? But normal protocol. I just said it. What is normal protocol? I mean, we watched as Bill Clinton. We watched as George W. Bush. We watched as Barack Obama. Was that normal? Because we're watching Donald Trump get so many things done, it blows my mind to think about what these presidents have not been doing. And now you're seeing all of these lackeys from Obama starting to come out of the woodwork because they know that the more we see, I talked about this yesterday in the podcast, you know, we are normal human beings. We're, we're, we're normal. I'm an everyday average human being, uh, middle America, live in Texas, uh, middle class, nothing special about me, no different than you. Absolutely no different than you. None. Zero. Nada. Get up in the morning, shower, put my pants on the same way you do. And I'm going to tell you, normal human beings, normal Americans look at Trump and they say, holy cow. I mean, if you like Trump, don't like Trump, don't care, thinks he talks like a, a, a fourth grader, don't know. I mean, really, do not know. But you have to admit, and you ha- I mean, I think middle America, I think most people understand Donald Trump is blowing it politically out of the water. When you talk about unemployment, jobs, when you talk about taxes, regulation, government, when you talk about foreign policy, I mean, the left's all pissed that Donald Trump's talking to Kim Jong-un over in North Korea. They could never get it done. The, the, the left's all pissed that Trump took out Baghdadi, Baghdadi, who is the, you know, the leading terrorist leader in the world, had a $25 million bounty on his head. I mean, probably even bigger than Osama bin Laden. Don't tell the left that. Not that it matters. Not that we're keeping score, but that Trump's keeping his promises. Because if you remember, Trump ran on, look, I'm going to lower your taxes, lower our taxes. I'm going to bring back jobs brought back jobs. I'm going to streamline government, cut regulation in government. I'm going to crush ISIS. What did he just do? He just killed the leader of ISIS. Can't make this stuff up. So as you start ticking off the things that Trump said he was going to do, that list is pretty good. He's building the wall, by the way. Saw an article the other day. Where there's wall going up in Texas, there's never been. But the left and the media will tell you this is not happening. And now, Susan Rice, well, this isn't normal protocol. You know, this isn't what should be done. You know, Barack Obama should have known why, so he could leak it? I said this yesterday in the podcast. You know, I'm reading Executive Power by Vince Flynn. And, and the whole deal is, I told you yesterday, I'll give you just a quick synopsis here. Synopsis. You know, it was based on someone in government leaking a covert mission that got two SEALs killed. Do you think for a second, I mean, I hate to say this, and I said it yesterday, but you can't trust the left. You don't think Obama would have said something? You don't think Pelosi? You don't think Schiff? You don't, I mean, that's what Trump said. Look, these, these people are leakers. They're leakers. If I would have told them, the mission might have been in peril. Think about that. So here's a, a transcript of uh, Sunday's Face the Nation. Uh, Margaret Brennan is interviewing Susan Rice. And the question is, what is your reaction to the death of al-Baghdadi? So Rice says, obviously, it's a major milestone. It's one we all should be welcoming quite plainly. Thank you. But it doesn't mean that the fight against ISIS is over. No one has said, this is the funny thing about this too. Trump didn't come out and say, well, we're done fighting ISIS. 
No one in, in any politics on either side came out and said, you know what? We're done fighting ISIS. No one said that. You know, the left said that when Trump says, you know what? I'm not going to sit there. I'm going to pull our troops out of Syria. Wait, what? <laughs> What's going on? And then a week later, he takes out the head of ISIS. I mean, these people are crazy. And I've said this from time eternal here. I'm going to believe the president until he proves me wrong. And what happened? All of those naysayers, all the people, oh, well, we should be in Syria. Oh, we're screwing the Kurds. Oh, oh, oh. We took out ISIS. We took out the head of ISIS. If you just wait long enough, things will come around. You know, I was talking to Chris X yesterday. He, he, he was messaging me, and he's like, you know, Trump is playing these people like fools. And he is. The president is playing these people like fools. Instead of America yesterday celebrating, well, half of America celebrated yesterday. The other half was too butthurt to worry about it. But instead of the left celebrating and saying, you know what? We took out a major, major target in, in, in the fight on terrorism. It's, well, it doesn't mean the fight is over. No one said the fight was over. No one said we were done battling terrorism. But she went on, she says, and it doesn't mean that we can declare mission accomplished and just walk away. No one said that either. No one said that either. See, these people just can't be happy with a win. What we've seen time and time again in this part of the world is that when the pressure is relieved on terrorist organizations, whether Al-Qaeda or ISIS, they are able to reconstitute. Because she's talking about the pull out of Syria. So she says we need to be vigilant. We need to maintain a minimal presence in order to ensure that the pressure stays on ISIS and that they don't come back roaring. I, no one's, I don't think anybody has said we're going to pull 100% out of Syria. I'm sure we're going to lose some troops behind. I hate that, but I'm sure we're going to leave some troops behind. And, you know, we got that little thing called 59 Tomahawks that we can uh, put out in the, uh, the, the Straits of Hormuz or wherever the hell it's at coming in there and, and firing to Syria like we've done before. It's not like we're leaving Syria, right? So Brennan says, um, next question. Was President Obama informed of the death of al-Baghdadi by the administration? Who cares? Seriously, why would you ask that question? He's not president anymore. I wonder if Obama informed George W. Bush of any big foreign policy stuff every time. Do you think he did? And it's a really weird question, isn't it? Why are we bringing Obama back into this? We saw Obama's record. You know, remember the red line? In Syria from Obama, you know, that red line, you can't cross that red line. And then they did. And then Obama peed down his leg. And then we went on and oh, I'm a big, tough, I'm a big, tough president. I got a red line here. There's a red line. You better not go past that red line. Then you went past the red line. Oh, shit. Now what? The dude pissed down his leg. Red line. So that's my question here. Why would... This be a question at all. Did, was President Obama informed? He's not the president anymore. What would he have done? Oh, well, thanks, Don. Thanks for keeping me in the loop. You know, he's the reason. I mean, you look at this, and I've said this before, and everybody gets their panties in a wad, but all roads lead back to Obama, not Russia. You know, the left wants to tell us that all roads lead back to Russia with Trump. No, 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 no. All of this illegality, all of this crap that we're seeing, all of the spying on President Trump, his administration, and all this stuff, all roads lead back to Obama. Is that the guy we wouldn't be giving the information to? And let me read between the lines here for you guys in Flint, Indiana. I'm going to be there tomorrow, by the way. I'm going to be back in Indiana. I'm going to go see my mom and dad while I'm home. They live in Flint, so I'll be up there. But uh, what they're really saying here. What, 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 I want to tell you what the left really believes. Um, well, he didn't give Obama a chance to leak this. He didn't run it by the Messiah because, you know, Obama was instrumental in Osama bin Laden's death. So he's an expert on this, right? I mean, he's an expert on this. So why not run it by the expert? Because what they're trying to tell you is Obama knows what he's doing. Trump doesn't. They always are trying to paint Trump in a light that he's stupid. You ever notice that? So why wasn't President Obama informed? Well, Rice says, no, there's no reason why I should know. There is a tradition of common courtesy of presidents informing their predecessors of things of significant like significance like this. 
since the White House seemingly didn't feel it necessary to inform the leadership of the Intelligence Committee or on a bipartisan basis, I'm quite confident they didn't do the normal protocol with respect to their predecessors either. She's butthurt. She's butthurt that old Barry the expert, you know, that dumbass Trump, that dunce Trump, he couldn't handle anything. Then what he does, what does what does Trump do? See, this is why they're pissed. This is why they're mad, because Trump came out smelling like roses. And what's the left going to tell you? Well, he fell ass backwards into it. It's all luck. I mean, everything that Trump does is luck, or it was set up by the Obama administration. And now that he didn't go out and talk to the Obama administration, well, this is just dumb, blind luck. I mean, this is how ridiculous these people are. They're so ridiculous. I swear to you. They're so ass hurt. They're so, they just don't, they believe the world that the sun sets, that it rises and sets with them. But they want you to believe that Trump's stupid. And what they could have done is then spun that and said, you know, well, well, Trump consoled. You know, he, he, he uh, worked with Obama because Obama knew what he was doing and Trump was just kind of floundering his way through it. Could you imagine if Trump worked with Obama? What the left would say, well, the Trump had to, re- try, you know, President Trump, he's so dumb, he had to resort to using Obama. He had to resort working with Obama. He's not smart enough to do it himself. And now, when he didn't use Obama, well, that son of a bitch, you know, he didn't follow normal procedures. He didn't follow protocol. So, you know, he just just doesn't do anything. He ruined again. He ruined again the left's ability to go out there and parade around. Because what did Obama do when Osama bin Laden was killed? I mean, I give credit to where credit's due. He spiked the football. He ran around and said, oh, we got this done. We got that done. We got all this done. It was all my fault. I called it. I'm cool. I'm the man. I know foreign policy. I put that red line out there, but I really didn't care. But then I went and got Osama bin Laden. I didn't bring the body back. We dumped it at sea. We were really, really cognizant of what the Muslims wanted. And then Trump went out there and said they're dogs and cowards. And it it pisses the left off because they are. And Trump doesn't care. And if you want to pop your head back up, we'll chop yours off too. And we'll continue to chop off the heads of the snakes of these terrorist organizations because that's what we're going to do because you're bad men, you're evil, and we're going to eradicate evil anywhere we see it. Thank you, our men and women of the military. You're fantastic. The left butt hurt. And now the left, oh, well, Donald Trump didn't tell me in the house because you're a bunch of leaking, treasonous pieces of crap. That's what you are. You don't do your job. There hadn't been a briefing. This is the crazy thing. There hadn't been a briefing on terrorism in the Intelligence Committee with one Adam Schiffer brains for over a month. And then, of course, Nancy walked out of the meeting at the White House with Trump, her and Schumer and Steny Hoyer. They pulled that little that little deal, remember? That little, oh, well, Trump, and then they ran to the camera. Trump called me a third-rate politician. He gave you a compliment because you're not even that good, right? So they walked out of a meeting on Syria, and now they're pissed because they're not getting you know, any information on Syria. Well, if you'd stay in meetings, you might get it. All right, we're going to shift gears here. Lots to talk about today. Um, do me a great big favor. Head over to PatriotMobile.com, PatriotMobile.com forward slash Matt. Great folks over there. I'm back with them. I love them. They're out of the great state of Texas, but they have a great product, great cell phone service, great cell phones. They'll buy you out of your current contract. Stop giving your money to the big cellular companies who are using it for Planned Parenthood, who are using it for open borders, who are using it for sanctuary cities, who don't like you. Give your money to a company that gives your money to conservative causes, Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile gives just a little bit of the money you pay for great cell phone coverage and that great cell phone to companies you agree with, like the NRA, Empower Texans, um, Americans for Prosperity. Um, unbelievable. Unbelievable company giving money over $2 million to programs you believe in, to programs that you want to give your money to head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash matt m-a-t-t that's my landing page go do it they'll know you came from me that's how i get paid but if you're looking to switch they're going to waive i think one or two activation fees they're going to give you great great deals because of my name because they love me head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash matt do it today vote with your dollar they're a fantastic company patriotmobile.com forward slash matt all right 
So, Attorney General William Barr couldn't get to this yesterday, all this Al Baghdadi stuff. Um, but now, the left is, they want, this is, this is so amazing. The left is so transparent. They're so, well, I, I shouldn't say transparent. They're so predictable. Transparent wasn't the word I was looking because they're not transparent. They hide everything behind closed doors and all that stuff. But they're so predictable, right? The left wants A.G. Barr to step down. They want him to recuse himself. They want him gone. They don't want him looking into what has gone on with them, right? I mean, they literally want him gone. They want him bye-bye. Stop, stop investigating us now. Don't do it anymore. We don't want you investigating us. We don't want you looking into us. We don't want you knowing what we're doing. So what does the left do? Well, you need to recuse yourself. And, oh, the next one they're coming after, John Durham. Because he's getting close, he's impaneled a grand jury, you know, we're doing all this stuff right, so they're going to go after Durham next. I mean, if Barr stepped down, Durham would be the next target, because when you start investigating the left, they don't like that. They, they, they don't like it at all. They, they don't they don't want to be told that there, there's anything wrong. You know, they've done nothing wrong. You know, they can impanel all this crap. They can do all these things. They can go after the right because that's what they're supposed to do. But doggone it, you better not go after the left, right? So Barr defends Durham on this probe. And, you know, I've got a little uh, I've, I've got a little clip here to play for you. I want you to listen to this. This is, this is A.G. Barr. This is set up from Fox News. Take a listen. Let me, well, I got to turn this thing on. Come on. You can do it. You can play. Do it. Well, I can't even, what the hell's going on here? Let me refresh. There we go. There it is. Just got to know how to do it. Now they're going to play an ad. You watch. Yeah, it's an ad. Hang tight. Hang tight here because I've got an ad playing and I got to get it to play past. So in three, two, one, we're going to turn the volume on and here we go. Skip the ad. Boom. The attorney general Boom. in Chicago today where President Trump will be speaking next hour to a meeting of police chiefs. Barr telling Fox News the investigation into how the Russia probe got started is making great headway. Durham, who's the U.S. attorney for Connecticut, is in charge of the investigation, and I understand he's making great progress. Uh, as you know, he's a 35-year veteran of the department, great reputation for nonpartisanship. He was selected by uh, two Democratic attorney generals uh, to do sensitive investigations for them. He's a by-the-book uh, kind of guy. Uh, he's thorough and fair, and I'm confident he's going to get to the bottom of things. That interview happening just moments ago. David Spunt is live in Chicago with that. David. Hey, Sandra, good morning from Chicago at the International Association of Chiefs of Police. President Trump set to take the stage behind me in about an hour, but the attorney general has been meeting with members of law enforcement this morning. Before, though, meeting those members of law enforcement, our Justice Department producer, Jake Gibson, had a chance to sit down with Mr. Barr to talk to him about the Durham investigation. President Trump and his team are calling it investigating the investigators. Now, last week, we learned that the investigation into the origins of the Russia probe is now criminal, headed by U.S. Attorney John Durham. Durham out of Connecticut. It started as an administrative review back in May, but now that has changed. The president and his supporters, they say that now Barr and now Durham will have the ability to impanel a grand jury, issue subpoenas, and file criminal charges. Now, Sandra, despite traveling to Italy with Durham and introducing him to officials in the UK and Australia, Attorney General Barr says this is John Durham's and only John Durham's investigation. We'll let the chips fall fall where they may. I think they all know John Durham's reputation, and uh, uh, we'll just see how it, how it turns out. But I do want to say that one of the reasons uh, Mr. Durham is able to make the kind of progress he's making is because uh, Director Ray and his team at the FBI have just been outstanding in the support and responsiveness uh, they've given. The attorney general praising the FBI before he even took the oath of office. Bill Barr was asked if he would be President Trump's personal attorney or the attorney general of the United States. Still a lot of criticism there from Democrats. We asked him that question today, and Barr insists that he is the attorney general, not President Trump's personal attorney. Again, President Trump set to take the stage behind me. 
Of course. You see, and that's what drives you nuts here. Well, are you personal? Are you Trump's personal attorney? Blah, 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 blah. They hate this. You know what they hate the most is that bar can't be bought. Trump can't be bought. You see, the left, are, are they're, they're very used to pushing people around. They're, they're used to getting their way. And they're not used to being investigated. And they're all freaking out. I mean, if you really look at what's going on on Capitol Hill with the left, there is a lot of pain coming for the left. Now, will the big names, you know, get arrested? Will they be held accountable? Don't know. But there are going to be a lot of people that are going to see some time behind bars. Now, will it be the underlings? I've said for a long time, and I'll say this again, I think Obama, I think Biden, I think Hillary, you know, they're protected enough. They've got long tentacles up on Capitol Hill. They won't be directly linked to anything I think it happens. Now, McCabe, Comey, Brennan, Clapper, I mean, if, if Durham, can get a clapper or a Brennan to roll, to start singing, to uh, give us the goods on the administration, we might have a chance, but I don't think it's going to happen. I, I mean, these people, they, they've got their marching orders. They do what they're told, and, and I really have a hard time believing that anybody higher up in the power structure is going to do any jail time. But uh, Attorney General Bill Barr, in that interview of Fox News, um, he defended the independence and integrity of that probe led by John Durham. You know, and he's like, it's, it's, how do I say this? He has 100% confidence in Durham. And if you know anything about John Durham, the guy's a bulldog. You know, and, and what we're being told. And once again, is this being done on purpose? I don't know. Are people playing up, playing up John Durham? I don't know. Are, are, are they are they trying to get you to follow, to follow a narrative? Maybe. I mean, that's what the news media does. As we sit here and watch this, the news media tries to get you to fall for a narrative. They, they, they try to talk you into it. So as we sit here and we hear all this stuff, we're hearing good things about John Durham. We're hearing good things about Barr. And, of course, the left wants Barr to recuse himself. That, that right there is a badge of honor. But, uh, you know, here's the thing. They're talking about if William Barr is Trump's personal lawyer. Barr says that's completely stupid. No basis for it. I act on behalf of the United States. And, you know, they all want, they, the left wants you to believe Trump's a criminal. Yet there's no crime. I want you to think about that for a second on Twitter all the time. I've been in these Twitter debates back and forth for about the last week. There's been a lot of crap going on, right? And the left's just out of their minds. And But, you know, the left's like, well, Trump committed crimes. What are they? Well, you know what they are. Um, No. What are the crimes that Trump committed? Well, you know those crimes. What crimes? Well, you're racist. You still didn't answer about what crimes Trump committed. Well, you know what crimes you know what he did. What did he do? Well, he did stuff we hate. What's that? Well, he did stuff that didn't. They can't tell you. And, and, and the whole thing is, if you really take a good look at this, if you really go back and look at what is going on. Sorry, I forgot to turn my phone off. I heard a beep there. You know, if you look what's going on, this is what the left does. The Mueller report. The Mueller report was going to walk President Trump out of the White House in handcuffs. It was a dud. Now you've got this impeachment inquiry. It's going to walk President Trump out of the White House in handcuffs, but yet no whistleblower. Because remember, the whole impeachment was completely based on this secondhand knowledge of this whistleblower over this phone call with President Trump and the Ukrainian president. And the Ukrainian president's already said, look, there's there was no quid pro quo. There was no pressure. I was not pressured, pushed into doing anything. And oh, by the way, we started the investigation back in February. This is July. So that's gone. So now what are they doing? Whistleblower goes bye-bye. Trump says, hey, 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 on Twitter, where did the whistleblower go? Oh, we don't, we don't need the whistleblower go. We don't need the whistleblower testimony now. Now we've got this testimony on Capitol Hill from these ambassadors who say you got quid pro quo. And then all of a sudden, this is what's amazing to me. Um, Rand Paul came out 
And Mo Brooks came out. And they said, you know, guys, gals, I don't know if you know how this works or not, but when we do foreign policy, there's always a quid pro quo. <gasps> the left goes, oh, my God, he admitted it. Oh, my God, he admitted that there, there is, there's a quid pro quo. Oh, my goodness. Now Trump's really guilty. No. Rand Paul and Mo Brooks say, you know, here's the thing. We give aid to these foreign countries. Now, we expect if we give military assistance, let's say we give weapons to the Kurds, we expect the Kurds to use those weapons against enemies of not just the Kurds but us, right? We don't expect the Kurds to take those weapons, sell them to Russia, and backstab us, right? That is a quid pro quo. We expect a certain behavior for the value we give you. If we give a foreign country money, we ex let's say for humanitarian reasons, we expect that money to go to the people who are struggling, not the people who are running the government to put the, the, the humanitarian aid on the black market, sell it, and get rich. We expect a certain behavior, right? That's a quid pro quo. Everything that is ran by foreign policy is based on a quid pro quo. Now, the funny thing about all of this, as we watch this whistleblower disappear, as we watch this sham continue to get worse and worse for one Adam Schiff for brains, the amazing thing about all of this is all of this was started based on this phone call, based on this whistleblower who does now not exist. Now, what do you do? And now they're saying, well, well, William Barr needs to recuse himself. He needs to leave. He needs to go. He's too in deep. He's Trump's stooge. No. He is the number one lawyer for America. Department of Justice. He's there to make sure that people follow the laws. And now you've got John Durham. Now you have John Durham. And John Durham is digging in. They're digging in. And I want to talk about this Department of Justice because you've got Durham digging in. But before I do that, before I make that break, do me a great big favor. Head over to the matlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. Sign up for the newsletter for one. That's the first thing you need to do. But secondly, click on that link on my website for forever. It's CBD oil. It'll take you to their website. You can get all the information you want to get on CBD. And if you've been looking at using CBD, go check it out. We've got the CBD oil for you, for your pets. We've got the cream that you can rub right onto your aches and pains. But CBD oil is making a huge splash in the market. I mean, I'm talking to veterans, and I've told you this before. I'm talking to veterans who come back from theater who are on. They go to the VA, right? And they've got maybe PTSD, depression, whatever it is. I mean, whatever they come back with. God bless them, by the way. Greatest people on the planet. But they come back to the VA, and the VA loads them up on pills. You know, 10, 12, 14 of them a day. I talk to veterans almost on a regular basis that say, you know, I'm taking CBD and I've gotten rid of 10, 12 pills a day. I'm down to like two or three pills a day plus CBD. It works for pain, for anxiety, for inflammation, for overall health. Check it out. Verforever.com is the link. It's over at my my website, thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. You click on that. You use Verve, V-E-R-V-E, five zero. If you're a first-time customer, you get 50% off anything you order. First time buy. If you're a frequent flyer, Verve 25. Get you 25% off. Do it right after the show, thematlockshow.com. Make sure you click that Verve Forever link. Do it. Works for our pet. I'm using the cream. It's fantastic. Verveforever.com, thematlockshow.com. Make sure you use Verve 25 if you're a frequent flyer. Or Ver 50 if you're a new customer. All right. So the Department of Justice. I've just spent about the last 10 minutes talking about Attorney General William Barr, John Durham. But now, you know, I want you to think about this for a second because the Democrats support the DOJ when it's investigating right-leaning allies of the president. 
You ever notice that? Well, we got to let the Department of Justice do its job. We got to let the Department of Justice investigate. If it's against Donald Trump, we've got to let the Department of Justice do its job. But they always warn about overreach when their own people are being investigated. Don't you ever notice that? So Steve Bannon was on Fox and Friends on Monday, yesterday. And he, you know, he served as President Trump's chief strategist early in his administration, said the current investigation being conducted by John Durham to determine how discredited, discredited Russian collusion claims turn into a major investigation is one of those examples. Democrats have been questioning Durham and his boss, A.G. William Barr, for pursuing answers in the case. Because what are they telling you? Oh, well, this has already been investigating. I don't know why they'd be looking at this. This is already said and done. Yeah, no, it's not. Bannon says Democrats love the DOJ when it's going after President Trump's people. He says, I think guys like John Brennan, James Clapper, they probably ought to lawyer up. Because right now, you've got a U.S. attorney, totally even-handed, that's going to go investigate this thing. They have subpoenas issued by the House Intelligence Committee back in 17 and 18 to get this information. And as more information comes out about the abuses among American intelligence agencies, House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schifferbrains will do everything in his power to divert attention from any significant revelations, Bannon said. He said, come on now, this is a smokescreen from Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff is in his position for a reason to distract you because you can't know what's going on with the Democrat Party especially when we are coming up to the 2020 election. They've got to protect their Democrats. But Bannon says, let the, Depart the, the Justice Department and let the U.S. attorney go after this information in a criminal investigation. Now, Bannon also said Democrats are still trying to wipe away the results of the 16 presidential election and will stick to that script no matter what. He said it's the same thing the Democrats have been doing since President Trump won in November of 16 trying to delegitimize him and nullify his presidency. He says this Russia thing is a complete and utter hoax. It was proven in the Mueller investigation. See, that's the whole thing, too. It's like the Mueller investigation never happened. You know, we talked about the whistleblower. Where'd that, where, where, did, where did he or she go? Now, the Mueller investigation. You know, Trump was going to be let off in handcuffs. Trump, he, Trump was in trouble. He was going to be done. Mueller was going to take him down. And all 18 of those Hillary Clinton-loving lawyers that Mueller hired, they were all going to take Trump down. Now, I'm going to tell you something about this whole deal. You're, you're like me out there. We're everyday average people, right? I have skeletons in my closet. I do. I mean, I think everybody does. I'm not saying that they're awful or to the level of, of anything crazy, but we all have things in our past that we're not real proud of. Everybody does. They've investigated Trump, and what have we found? Not a damn thing. Isn't that amazing? I mean, when you really look at all of this, when you really take a step back and you take all of this information in and you look at how thoroughly and how harshly and how meticulously the leftists went after Trump and they can't find one piece of malfeasance anywhere, not one. You know, the thing they hung their hat on, which I find amazing, is that Trump said that women like to be grabbed by the pussy. Some do, you know, it's not, that's not, that's not, you know, just Trump. Now, do we condone that kind of language? You know, guys will talk this way, locker room talk, you know, guys will get together and we'll talk about women and we'll talk about guy stuff and we'll say goofy stuff. Don't get me wrong. And it's not always right or wrong. We're just men, right? But Trump, the funny thing about all of this, Trump didn't say, I grabbed them. By the pussy. He said women would let me just go up and grab them. We never saw it. We've never had a woman come forward saying, you know what? President Trump just walked up to me and grabbed me right by the pussy. Just grabbed me. You, you've never seen that. Now, we've seen the Playboy McDougal girl. We've seen Stormy uh, Daniels 
say that they were assaulted by Trump, which uh, both were supposedly consensual sex. And then Stormy Daniels made up a story. And then now it's, well, I don't even know if he, he even had sex with her. I mean, we're seeing stories where, you know, they, they don't pan out. And you don't have one story where a woman said that Trump's came up and sexually assaulted her and just grabbed her by the pussy. But yet, you've got many stories of a Bill Clinton grabbing ladies, paying off Paula Jones to the, you know, the amount of $850,000, uh, the Energizer Bunny, the bimbo eruptions. And not that I'm saying it's right or wrong. Don't get, don't, don't get me wrong. You know, you should never sexually assault a woman. You, you never should. But I'm just saying the left has spent almost three years, millions of dollars, and they literally have found nothing against President Trump. Zero. Zilch. Nada. And they continue this farce with this impeachment deal with Adam Schiff for brains. And it's like, what in the holy hell is going on here? You're basing it on a whistleblower with secondhand information who the whistleblower hasn't even shown up yet. Where? Oh, well, this, this person is scared for their life. Why? They're anonymous. Nobody knows who they are. Well, they had secondhand knowledge of a conversation. Well, we have the transcript. Well, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that we have the transcript. We've got secondhand knowledge that Trump did wrong. But I love Bannon. Bannon, you know, this Russian thing's a hoax. It was proven in the Mueller report. No collusion. No Russian involvement. This is just the Democrats over and over again trying to nullify the 16 election. And that's exactly what they're doing. And now the left is just absolutely out of their minds because Trump just keeps you know, racking up win after win after win. I mean, it's crazy. Can you imagine what Trump would be doing if he actually had a Congress that worked with him? I mean, could you imagine what Trump could get done with, 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 a, with a Congress that actually worked? I mean, what has the Congress done? What has the Democrat House done in three years? Nothing. Wasted time, money, everything else for what? Nothing. Well, they've, 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 they're working on behind-the-doors impeachment. Yeah, and they're not taking terrorism, you know, intel meetings, and then they find out Trump whips ass and takes out al-Baghdadi. I mean, these people are crazy, but they're not doing their job, and we're paying them tons of money. And all they're trying to do is delegitimize the president. That's all they're trying to do. Bannon claimed there's enough animosity between Trump and the congressional Democrats to, to start a small war and called on grassroots groups to help combat any misinformation being fed to the public. He says, quote, Nancy Pelosi is running political warfare. She is. This is a sophisticated political disinformation campaign, and it needs to be combated by somebody. Outside groups are probably the best to do this. We're going to be there to defend the president, his presidency, and his actions, because he's right. I mean, when we sit down and actually look at all this stuff, when we actually look at this at face value, we are in a civil war. The left is doing everything it can do to convince you that you were wrong in voting for President Trump. And the amazing thing about all of this, I was listening to Rush Limbaugh yesterday. I was running around doing some errands after the show. And Rush was talking about this. And he says, this is only, this is backfiring on the left. This is only pushing Trump supporters even closer to him and the Democrats are freaking out because they don't understand why you are so stupid. Isn't that amazing? They don't understand why you're so stupid. They don't understand why you keep backing Trump. They don't understand why. I mean, I talked about it yesterday. All the same people go to Twitter and they're like, oh, you're dumb. You're a rube. Trump's a criminal. It's the same old people spewing the same old lines that don't have a damn clue as to what they're talking about. But I want to, you want to talk about someone who doesn't have a clue what they're talking about? Tom Arnold. Now I want to talk about this just for a minute. Because if I go to Twitter and do what Tom Arnold did, I'm suspended for the rest of my life, asked Laura Loomer. So Tom Arnold took to Twitter and, and specifically went after Diamond and Silk. Now you know Diamond and Silk are black. Now they're conservatives, so they're not really black. They're not really black people at all. Because they're conservatives. They found their way off the plantation, so they have to be punished. So actor and far-left activist Tom Arnold sexually harassed the pro-Trump social media stars Diamond and Silk, declaring his desire to investigate every crack, curve, and crevice of their intimate body parts in an unhinged 
tweet. Listen to what this knucklehead says. I'd like to investigate every crack, curve, and crevice of you two tons of funds heavenly bodies. Arnold said, responding to a tweet from the two women calling for him and Barbara Streisand to be put under investigation. I'll start with an intensive examinations of your naughty bits. So take off all your clothes and get your big booty butts back into Big Daddy's hot tub. Don't bring Streisand too freaky. This guy's on drugs. But could you imagine saying this to a black woman on the left, like someone like me? I'd be off. I'd be off Twitter tomorrow. I would be off Twitter tomorrow. And then Diamond and Silk said, "You know what? Twitter is this tweet considered online sexual harassment or predatory behavior? Where is the hashtag Me Too movement? They're nowhere to be found, Diamond and Silk. I mean, because you're black and you're a Republican, and it doesn't matter if you're women, because the left get to say whatever the hell they want to say because their cause is righteous and you're hateful." I mean, that's where we're at today, right? You know, if you're a conservative, doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man, doesn't matter if you're black, red, blue, Asian, or it doesn't matter. You are the enemy. You're public enemy number one. Doesn't matter about the Me Too movement. It doesn't matter about the color of your skin. It doesn't matter about minorities. It doesn't matter because you are on the wrong side of the fight. So you rightfully need to be excoriated for your views because you're wrong. And Tom Arnold's right. And he's a big time Hollywood celebrity. So he gets to spout off and say any damn thing he wants to say on social media because he's on the right side of the fight. See how this goes. And as we sit here and watch these pukes, as we watch these folks who continue to get away, I tell people all the time, you know, Twitter ain't the place to be. I'm over there. I mean, it's free. You know what you're getting. I call it the I call it the litter box. It's a joke. And people like Tom Arnold get to go over there and spew their hatefulness. They get to spew their crap. They get to act like idiots. They don't have any repercussions because they're on the right side of the fight. They're on the right side of the fight. Tom Arnold can talk about their two-ton butts or the crevices and cracks and how he's, he's going to booty shake them or whatever. But that's, that's his right. It is not the first time Arnold has shared his sexual fantasies about political figures. In July, he professed his infatuation with Ilhan Omar. He says, she's beautiful, smart, and brave. If I'm lucky, we'll fall in love. Rand Paul is a horrible neighbor, a terrible senator, and a worse human. Donald Trump has retweeted Nazis. You've never called out Donald Trump. Stop bullying tiny brown women, coward. Time to call out big, fat, white guys. This guy's crazy. This guy's crazy. First of all, Ilhan Omar, I don't think she's attractive at all. I mean, kind of gross. And then in August, the 60-year-old actor also fantasized about standing over the dead body of President Donald Trump's eldest son, Donald Trump Jr. He says, looking forward to the day I'm standing over him wearing my bullet belt, my bullet belt and khaki, my safari khakis, my cartoon, my cartoon-sized Daniel Boone buck knife in one hand and his teeny tiny tail in the other. Well, I mean, what's this guy talking about? I, I mean, what? That guy's crazy. In last year, Arnold was interviewed by the U.S. Secret Service agents who visited him at home to warn him that his tweets could incite violence against high-ranking politicians or even the president himself. See, once again, there's no repercussions if you're on the right side of the argument because the left will preach to you that it is for your own good that they tell you how awful you are that they tell you how misled you are because you honestly don't have a brain. You can't think for yourself. You need socialism. They're going to tell you that, and they get to get away with it. Barbara Streisand putting pictures up of Nancy Pelosi's heel, heel killing Donald Trump. I put that on Facebook. Got tons of publicity. It's crazy. These people are out of their minds nuts, and they continue to get away with it. 
Jim Carrey goes out there and paints explicit pictures of the president dying, of the president's son, of the president's family. Tom Arnold, you got Rob Reiner, you've got the same idiots every day out there facilitating violence against the other side of this argument, and they get away with it. They continuously, they continuously get away with it. Now, I want to shift gears here. Do me a great big favor. Head over to uh, combatflipflops.com. Combatflipflops.com. Great people. I know it's not flip-flop weather. We're almost November, but they, they sell more than flip-flops. If you head over there, check out the website. Everything on the website, if you use code LOCK25, you get 25% off. L-O-C-K-E-2-5. Get 25% off the whole website today. Head over to combatflipflops.com. LOCK25. Do it right after the show. All right. Final thing I want to talk about today. I've got about nine minutes. Final issue, I want. I, I kind of been all over today. There's just so much news, and I still haven't gotten to it all. Still haven't gotten to Katie Hill, which is probably going to be tomorrow. But Joe Biden, old sleepy Joe. Now, he went on to 60 Minutes and had an interview. And, you know, I, I find this interesting. I want to talk about this for a the minute. The Democratic Party has Boom. had Jack Kennedy, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama. This is your third run for president. Why Joe Biden? Well, because I think, as I said, there, uh, we need somebody who on day one knows exactly what to do, can command the world stage. No one wonders whether I know a great deal about these issues in foreign policy. And We all wonder if you know a great deal about these issues in foreign policy. We all wonder if you're even in the right mind. Well, no one wonders about what I can do as president. We need to command the, the, the stage, like uh, Trump taking out the ISIS leader terrorist leader. I mean, he commands the stage, but it gets better. Listen to this. Domestic policy. There are things I've done. And that might be one of the criticisms, too, that you're offering essentially four more years of a Obama-like administration. <laughs> Uh-oh. There it is. See, when did it become... This is what I, th I find interesting, and you should, too, because all of a sudden, the Messiah, Barack, he's now public enemy number one. And you heard Joe start to laugh there. I'm going I'm to continue to play this clip for a minute. But isn't it amazing? Because they're all trying to protect Obama's legacy. But now you've got this question. Well, how aren't you just another four years of Barack Obama? I mean, the left has went so, the media has went so far socialist left. They're now taking pot shots at Biden for Obama's presidency. I mean, we've made it to the, 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 the land of cuckoo, of caca. I mean, we've, we've made it there. And now it's like, you know, Joe's only, here's the thing. Joe's done. I mean, Joe Biden's done. They're going to sit here and the media is going to beat him to death with, with, with Obama's presidency. What is Joe Biden running on? Obama's presidency. And the key issue of all of this that we all have to ask, we're trying to get to here in this final 30 seconds of this clip, is why Obama hasn't endorsed him. Listen to this. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I, uh, I, uh, um, I, um, I, I love um, the um, fact that all of um, a sudden the Democratic um, Party doesn't think uh, Obama was that great a president. Um, I, I find that fascinating. Some have asked, why hasn't President Obama endorsed you? You've um, served together for eight years. Because I have to earn, I want to earn this on my own. Did he offer to endorse you? No, we didn't even get there. I asked him not to. He said, okay. I think it's better. I think he thinks it's better. For me, I have no doubt when I'm the nominee, he'll be out in the campaign trail for me. Okay, so let, 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 let's take this at face value, all right? Because I find this interesting. I find it very interesting. He says, Joe Biden, well, let, let, let's back up. Why hasn't, question is, why hasn't Obama endorsed you? Whoa, 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 whoa. I want to do it on my own. Does it mean you can't do it on your own? That doesn't mean you can't do it on your own. Doesn't mean you can't keep campaigning. Doesn't mean you can't stand on your own two feet, but you don't have a former president endorsing you. I mean, he literally picked you as his running mate twice for eight years. He, you know, here's the thing, and everybody's asking, and it's relevant to ask, why isn't he endorsing Joe Biden? I think it's because either Michelle's going to jump in or Hillary's going to jump in or Obama just wants to stay above the fray because, as you know, we've talked about this before, Obama knows 
that all roads lead back to him. He knows that the day that uh, Joe Biden jumped into the race for president, that we were going to hear about Hunter Biden. Uh, Biden. I mean, this is this is full on hand to hand combat in politics these days because Trump's changed it. I mean, anytime before, this would never come up. I mean, I want you to think about it. I want you to think about the media just four short years ago. Four short years ago, they're not going to ask Joe Biden, you know, are you just another four years of a Barack Obama presidency? Oh, 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 Joe says, I can't, oh, I can't believe that the Democratic Party doesn't believe that we're talking, I can't believe you asked me that question. That Obama's presidency was so bad. I mean, do you hear him? He's trying to he's trying to chuckle it off. Oh, 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 I can't. How dare you? You know, in his mind, I mean, y- you want to hear what people think. In his mind, he's like, yeah, mother mia, I can't believe the I can't believe she is. How dare doesn't she know who she's talking? I swear to you, doesn't she know who she's talking to? Obama was a messiah. But the thing, the answer. Well, first of all, I want to do it on my own. Bullshit. Every freaking politician will name drop. It's all about who you know in Washington, D.C. It's all about who you know in the swamp. It's all about, I mean, look at Bernie Sanders. He got the squad to endorse him. They all want endorsements. They all want high-profile endorsements because it only helps them. You can't sit here and tell me with a straight face that Joe Biden isn't pissed off every single day because the great one, the Messiah, isn't backing him. First of all, he's pissed. That's why he laughed it off. Secondly, well, we hadn't even got there. I told I told Obama not to even worry about it. No, you didn't. Stop. I mean, it's human nature. I mean, I you know, I'll tell you here, and I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, good friend, Chad Prather. Good friend of mine. Love the dude. Would do anything for him. That's why I got party foul Steve over here. I mean, I'm working with Chad in little ways to help me. I'm not using Chad, but by God, I mean, if he's going to help me, I'm going to take it. And he has. And I appreciate that to no end whatsoever. I mean, I love the fact that he wants to help me. There's no reason that Chad Prather should help me. He's so much bigger than me. I mean, he's so much bigger in celebrity and reach and everything else. I mean, there is, I can hardly do anything for him. Seriously. I talk about watchchad.com. You should go over there and check him out. Maybe buy some stuff. Go see his shows. I mean, the guy is a genuine guy. But that would be like me saying, well, I don't want Chad to help me. Help, I want Chad I want Chad to scream my name from the rooftops and party foul Steve. But, you know, that goes both ways. See, that's the thing about friendships and about working together and about being um, authentic. I want to help Chad become so big that it's amazing because this is a two-way street. I want me and party foul Steve with beer for brunch to be so big that we make all kinds of money and take care of our families. That's what I want. I'm not doing it for the fame. I want to make the money. It's because I'm passionate about doing it, and so is Chad. So for Biden, I mean, that's just one example in my life. I mean, if Chad Prather wants to promote Matt Locke, I'm not going to stop him. Thank you. Thank you. I'm humbled. I'm honored. You can't sit here, Joe Biden, and say, well, I don't want Barack Obama to endorse me. Shut the hell up. Up seriously, you don't want Obama to endorse you. You would have a damn boner if you can still get it up at your age. I mean, of course you want Barack Obama to endorse you. You would be a fool not to. I mean, look at it. Joe Biden's running as the only moderate in the Democrat Party. You know, he he's the that's his shtick. Don't you want to wear that with a badge of honor? And to wear that badge of honor would be even bigger with an Obama endorsement. These people are liars. Joe Biden's done, by the way. It's going to be Warren, and then it's going to be either Hillary or Michelle, because this is what's going to happen. You know, they're going to, uh, Warren's going to be the front runner or whatnot. They're going to get to the end of December, and they're going to be like, oh, save the party, save the party, save the party. Focahontas is a liar about pregnancy and her, her, her ancestry, and, and nobody likes her, and Wall Street doesn't like her, and they're going to vote for Trump. And it's going to be, a, I'm going to tell you right now, if, if Elizabeth Warren is the candidate, it's a landslide. Actually, if any of the, I don't know any, I can't think of one candidate that could even compete with Trump. 
this go around. I mean, the left have made the left have made flyover country so mad. I can't think of one person that's going to compete with Donald Trump this go around. I can't, and that's not being confident. That's just being experienced. I'm telling you, I don't know, and that's an hour. I don't know how that hour come and gone. Jeez, it's crazy. All right. Well, we'll be back at it tomorrow on Wednesday, and I'm going to tell you what it's going to be crazy because I'm in court tomorrow morning doing a podcast after. I'm going to try to be mellow. I might be drunk. I don't know yet. I ain't figured it out, but I'm taking my equipment with me and I'm going to do a damn podcast and we're going to talk about stuff. I don't know what it may be yet, so you're going to want to tune in. Okay? All right, guys. Make sure you go check out at Real Matt Lock on Twitter, Instagram, Parlor, The Cartel Matt on Facebook, and of course, America's Voice News Lock and Load. Do that for me. But for today, The Matt Lock Show's out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. The holidays are on at Old Navy, where all jeans, all pants, all sweaters, and all outerwear are on sale up to 50% off now. Jeans start at just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. All the looks you love, even this season's must-have plaid styles, are on sale. Plus, get fashion in a flash. Buy online, pick up in-store for free today in just two hours. Hurry in for up to 50% off all jeans, pants, sweaters, and outerwear at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 11.4 to 11.13 excludes in-store clearance. Yes.